Okay, I'm Love Talk Radio. Hello out there. My name is Sam Maxwell, and welcome to the Bedford and Sullivan Podcast, the podcast that keeps you, the audience, active listeners in the Brooklyn Dodgers TV series research process. And uh, this is a very, very special episode of the Bedford and Sullivan Podcast. As I've been in San Francisco all week long, literally a block away from the ballpark, and I am staring at the back of the ballpark right now with a Willie Mays gate and looking at Willie Mays' statue with all the palm trees right behind it. It is a beautiful day in San Francisco. And on there, I have uh, one of the uh, biggest Giants fans that there is, and that's Steve Rothschild. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. I'm sitting in the back of my patio in Arizona. Of course, we're an hour behind you. It's about 72 degrees here. And uh, I'm ready to talk to you. (laughs) Oh, well, lovely, lovely. And I think, you know, you and I uh, weren't able to really talk about this uh, podcast too much. But the first thing that I think about when I'm standing here is the city ballpark and how good of a job San Francisco has done uh, has, has done with putting this, uh, you know, as the corner of the city. And, and they, they kind of got away from that for a while where they were trying to make it as accommodatable for the suburbs as possible. And I like what the Giants have done out here, Steve. It's amazing because you don't need public transportation. I mean, you're, you're, if you'll get a chance to walk around to the back, to the right field area. Now, you're, are you at the William May statue yet or no? I am, I am standing right in front of the William May statue. Okay. If you look uh, in front of there's a restaurant behind it. If you walk down that street past the executive offices, past the giant dugout store, and just walk around, it looks like a pier, but it's kind of a sidewalk. Uh-huh. Um, in right field, it's kind of like what they talked about, Ebbets Field, the not whole gang. Well, right. they do that in San Francisco. You don't have to buy a ticket to actually watch an inning until you can stand in right field and look through, I guess, what's called a knothole and actually watch the game, and they just keep moving people on. I mean, every game is a sellout. I don't know how many sellouts in a row they've had. And, and the views, I mean, you'll see it when you walk around. You'll pass the Marischal statue. You'll walk around the back. You'll get to the Lucille statue. You keep walking around the stadium. You get to the Cepeda statue, and then you come back to Mays. Um, they did a tremendous job. The place is, is magnificent. I have to say that I, I, I'm not exactly sure how well the service is going to hold up with my Sprint. Uh, and we're connected via phone and wireless since I have my computer with me because we will be expecting some phone calls coming in. And okay. uh, I, I, but I have taken, uh, taken up on, um, on walking around the stadium. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm about to come up to the Juan Marichal statue. Okay, and now when you get when you get past Marichal, let me interrupt for a second. When you get past Marichal, look to your left. It kind of has that polo grounds look because it lists all the championships. Yeah, it has that writing which is kind of like the New York Giants writing. Uh huh. When you pass the you pass Marichal, just look. To, I'm sorry, look to your left against the big wall there. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, taking a look at it right now. And for all of, uh, for all of you who haven't been out here, and I've never been to a game here. And I'm thinking of coming out here for the Mets series in June. Uh, I really can't wait to take a game in because I, I've I've been. You can just tell from on television that it, it it must be a spectacular ballpark to to watch a ball game in. Now, when, when you walk past the executive offices, is there anybody in there, or you you want to? Oh uh, yeah, a- yeah. I, I mean, well, the other day I think there's usually a security guard or, or something, and and there's also I Something's just passed a, a big big crowd of Giants fans actually. Uh, looking maybe like they were about to take a, a tour. I'm not sure. Uh, 
Yeah, yes, they do give tours, absolutely. I mean, you, it okay. doesn't get any better than this. I'm turning the corner, I'm looking out to the bay, and, and there's a there's a, a ballpark right on the other side of that. That is that is pretty spectacular uh, vision well, out here. Well, the ballpark is where Willie McCovey Cove is. Yep. Uh, so who, who's a, the statue? Uh, who's is that McCovey? Yeah, McCovey's right across the way. You can uh, walk there, walk there, so get some pictures. But if you continue along the path you're on, um, there's like a little hosp- uh, something to do a hospital, if I remember. And then right, I there's a knothole. There's the, the right field area where you can kind of peek in and see the see the ballpark. For those of you who haven't been out here, uh, what I'm looking at oh. right now, there's a there's a is that a peninsula or is that attached to the other side? Where uh, it's attached. Where, where it's attached. You, you can walk. Okay. Uh, yeah, so so there's a, a Willie McCovey statue for McCovey Cove uh, on the other side of the ballpark, across the water, across the bridge, uh, which is just a little a little footbridge basically. Um, That's all. It's called a Lefty O'Doul Bridge. Well, you know, with, with this feeling, Steve, I, I, I uh, before I bring some other people on, I'd like to hear a, a, off the top of your head a story uh, of, of you walking to Polo Grounds uh, back in the day and going to see a game at in uh, Upper Manhattan. Well, I, I think I, I mentioned to you when I saw you the first time, or I'm sorry, when I was on the radio the first time, walking through the runway and then going and seeing that grass and being a city kid, just seeing grass and a park surrounded by stands, it was just overwhelming. And I was lucky because my uncles had box seats that day, and we got to see the Giants beat the Braves. It was a 3-2 to game. I remember Mays, I remember Mays hitting a Texas leaguer, my Eyes went up to see the see the ball, and the next thing I see, this guy running around second with his hat falling off, number 24, <laughs> ends up with a sliding triple, and for the rest of my life, I became a Giant fan and a big Willie Mays fan. In fact, he's doing a signing here, crazy, in about two weeks, $395 a person for appetizer and drinks. You get a signed ball, you get a picture with Mays, but I think that's, I think my, I passed my limit with that because I have so many of the signatures. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, not knowing any better, I mean, there was a train there, and that was before my time. There used to be a shuttle that ran from the Bronx to Manhattan. Of course, for me, it was easy because we took the A train and then a mm-hmm. couple of stops up on the D, like on the Yankee Stadium, same thing. So you got off a stop earlier. Um, you know, I was there towards the tail end. It was already an old ballpark, but I didn't know any better as a kid. I'd never been right. to a baseball game. This was, this was my first stadium, and it still will always be my first stadium, one of my favorite stadiums. Well, the thing about it is, is that generally when you're a kid, everything looks so massive to you, and you, when you go back, and unfortunately you weren't able to go back to the polo grounds uh, now as, as a full-fledged adult, but, you, you know, everything always seems so much, much bigger when you're a kid, and then you go back and, and your regular size all of a sudden. You know what? It's not as big. I went, I went grounds, back in, the polo grounds I went back in 2001 with a bunch of old Giant fans to the site, of course, there's the plaque in one of the buildings, which signifies home plate. And even as an adult, you visualize what was there. You know, Kubin's Bluff, where Thompson's home run was hit, where Mays' catch was made, and all of that stuff. So, yeah. It, listen, they left, and we all know they all left. They left the void in the city, but it wasn't for too many years. So, uh, New York was lucky they got a team. They got a team back. Well, it's, it's lovely that they've kept uh, such a good legacy going over here. Well, uh, Gary Mintz, and I'm sure Gary's listening, you know, he's got this New York Giants thing under control. I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, the website is terrific. Mm-hmm. He's had a bunch of meetings, and he's had some terrific speakers. 
and more to come. Out here, yeah. I've, I, I befriended Eddie Logan, who was the 1957 Bat Boy, whose dad was the Clubhouse Man. Mm-hmm. So Eddie and I spent a lot of time together. In fact, this uh, Tuesday, we're going to the Cactus League luncheon, and Horace Stoneham is being inducted into the Cactus League Hall of Fame, and his granddaughter, Jamie Rupert. I'm not sure if you met her. She was at one of Gary's uh, recent meetings. She's coming down from California. Wait a second. Is, so is, is that the Rupert of, of uh, Jacob? No, no, no. Okay. No relation. No relation. No relation. And, and no for relation. all those of you who might be ignorant to it, Jacob Rupert, uh, Rupert uh, was the owner of the Yankees back in the, the early part of the century. And it was, um, I'm just inducted in the Hall of Fame last summer. That's right. That's right. Uh, they, they, everything you read about him, they, they said he always dressed to, to the part. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, he did. Well, the missing piece to that puzzle is, is Horace Stoneham, and I, my gut feeling is 2015 he's going to go in. Oh, well, that's, been that's a push, good. I'm, and there's I'm no reason why not. He was, a, he was a founder of a lot of different things. I mean, the Giants had the first black, all-black outfield. He brought a lot of Hispanic players into the game. Uh, he was involved in that move, obviously, out west. Uh, you know, he was a frontier guy, and I think, this, uh, I think the time has come. I, I would agree with you. And I, for all of those uh, who might be hearing the construction, I wanted to uh, say that they're rethotting the uh, the outfield right now. So that is that is crazy. there's a lot of construction going on there where they're they're uh, obviously maintaining the ballpark, maintaining the ballpark. Oh yes, they are. For all of you guys out there that are listening, and that may be Giant fans from a long time ago, and you want to take a trip to AT&T, I had told Sam before we were on the air. The Giants are honoring the 1954 championship this year, 60 years, the weekend of April 25th. So go on the Giants' website, take a look at the schedule. Saturday is the day they're going to give away a replica rings. Oh, wow. So That's, that's very exciting. Sam, change your mind. Come out that weekend. How with the Mets. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe I'll do both. Maybe, maybe I'll do both. Well, maybe listen, I'm, I'm going to bring Mo on now. Mo, go ahead. Uh, Mo, Mo got, uh, for all those who, who have not listened to uh, Mo on other podcasts, Mo got a, um, a video of the last game against the Pirates. And uh, he, he's uh, talked about it many, many times on, on the air. Uh, but we might be having some trouble bringing him on because of some technical difficulties uh, with the Internet. Mo, are you there? I'm there. I'm hearing everything. Oh, look at that. Hey, Mo, <laughs> guess what? I was able to even take a shower. Is that right? <laughs> I came home early and took a shower. You squeezed it in. That's good. I squeezed it in. You got it. Generally, well, we you never, never take a shower before. Huh? No, I was going to say, Mo, that we never get tired of hearing the story of how you uh, took took uh, some vid- amazing video footage of the last game against uh, in the polo grounds against the Pirates uh, for the Giants. And yeah. So uh, if, without further ado, if you could please tell us, uh, tell us some more. Happy birthday, Mo. Yeah, oh, thank you. Happy birthday, Mo. Coming. February 25th is going to be my birthday. I'll be, uh, I don't, I really don't remember. There was a mistake in the birth certificate. And uh, so really? that's why I was left back in school. Yeah, I'm I'm really like 58 or 60. So, but I don't know. But they, they, they Mo, got do you know who you celebrate your birthday with? Uh, Mo, do you know who you celebrate your birthday with? Do you know who you celebrate your birthday with? Well, uh, there's a few. Willie Mays is one coming close. No, no, no. Mays is May. You're February 25th, you said, right? Yes. Mays is January. May 6th. Monty Irvin's, Monty Irvin's going to be 95 February 25th. Oh, wow. Oh, 
fantastic. And we're gonna have we got a call. Uh, we're gonna call him up, Logan, myself, and a couple of others. Jamie Rupert. I sent him a card on behalf of the Giants, New York Giants Preservation Society. So very excited. I spoke to him a couple of times in the last few weeks. Well, let's, talk, let's, let's talk a little bit about Monty Irvin, then. That's a good Go segue. Uh, t- uh, what, what are some of your favorite stories of Monty Irvin, Steve? Well, again, you know, he played. I was, I'm sure Mo can tell you more. Mo's a little bit older than me. I, he played at the well. end. I was just starting to get into it. But I'm looking right now at a picture postcard, 5 by 7 postcard of Monty Irvin, 1939, in a Newark Eagles uniform. Uh, oh, wow. Speaking to him, he was one of the ones considered for the first black to come into baseball. In fact, when I spoke to him, they didn't know Robinson much. You know, the, the blacks, the crew, basically, the Gibsons, the Monty Irvins, that, that's the pages. They didn't know much about Robinson, and they kind of didn't trust him, but obviously he was the right choice. Mo, you must have yeah. a couple of Monty Irvins. Maybe with the Cubs you got a couple of stories of Monty Irvins. Uh, yeah, well, uh, he, he, I think he played two seasons with the Cubs and did very, very well. And then he broke his leg either before or after. I don't know. Right. Was that later? In, that that so that that was later in his career. Towards the yeah. end. At the end. That, yeah. Actually, at the end. That was oh, when I was cool. a big Cub fan. Now it's, uh, you know, it's under control. Uh, I get <laughs> shot. I get you know I get these uh, periodic shots uh, by the doctor. It's anti-Cub uh, control. It's, it works. It well, works. Expensive. Funny. Must be expensive. Uh, it's, it's nah, they don't. You... They don't hardly charge. As you say, another it's Cubs fan that we're talking. Medicare. It's interesting that we're talking some Cubs. I was I was watching a video the other day. Uh, Steve Goodman, I believe it's uh, Steve Steve Goodman, uh, who was a um, a country folk singer in the seventies. Uh, he had a song called "Dying Cub Fans Last Request," and it's uh, I have it's that a song. really it's yeah, a great it's, song. It's, it's, a long song, a long yeah. song. If you haven't yeah. heard it, Mo, it's it's quite the uh, it's 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 really uh, hits you right in the middle of the, your heart. It, it has humor. It's got it's it's uh, it'll make you cry. It's it's really a special song. Yeah, um, well, there's only one cub. There's only one cub left alive from the 1945 season and their World Series. Pasco just passed. Uh, Cavaretta passed. But Lenny Marullo is still alive. He's 96. He's He's a good guy. So, so go, heading back to the Giants, uh, I wanted to, to talk a little bit about the seal statue back here, Steve. Um, Which one? Uh, right in the back of the ballpark, the Marina, the Marina game. Yeah, that's the Lucille deal. Uh, yes, I believe so. That's their, that's their, um, that's their mascot. That's, uh, so, that's so the one that's. Uh, Hops around during the games, but that's their, Lucille is their mascot, and they put up a little statue in the back there for him. So the thing about San Francisco is that there, there's a lot of sea lions, but but uh, the the seal it, it was that just uh, dubbed incorrectly back when they they named the uh, the tri, the uh, AAA the Pacific Coast League ball team San Francisco Seals, or did it just have a, a better ring than sea lions? <laughs> you know what? That's a very good point. I couldn't answer that, but it might be. And if you you know, I don't know, Mo, you may remember this too. I didn't re- realize this until recently. When the Giants moved out in 58, yeah. their first yeah. set of hats, same SF as the Seals had. Oh, oh really? Baseball card. Wait a minute, you yeah. mean the Seals Stadium? The logo on it. Oh, well, they still stadium, the, uh... yeah. But the logo was not what they have now. It was an SF, the same as the Seals wore in 57. I think you're right. So, just for, so you're saying just for 58 they wore that? 
maybe part of 58, and maybe later on in the season it changed. I don't know. But, Steve, okay. they went to Steel Stadium from New York, didn't they? No, no, I, I know that. I understand that. But I believe that, yeah. Pat, if you look at a 58 baseball college, I have a bunch of them here. I, I didn't realize that the, the logo was the same logo as the Seals was. You're right, Mo. Maybe that's the reason they did it. But then, of course, they got the, the logo they have. Yeah. yeah. Well, 59, anyway, they have the logo they have now. So you, are you still at that statue, or did you move all the way around the other side? I am now going uh, around through, the, uh, through the, uh, the parking lot, and I'm staring at the Bay Bridge right now. Uh, it's, it's quite okay, the next statue you're going to see is later. Next where, where, where am I going next? If you keep walking, you know, right next to the stadium, um, you'll get to the Cepeda statue, which is on King Street. Ah, okay, okay. You make your way back to Willie Mays, the first thing you're going to see is Cepeda. So, Mo, as I'm walking yeah. here, if you could tell us uh, a story about going to the ballpark that day, uh, you know, it, uh, it never gets old. Yes. Well, I decided to go to the ball game to see Pittsburgh and the Giants had nothing to do. And I rounded up a few friends of mine, and they said, why don't you just go by yourself? We'll see another game. But there was no other game, so I, I left later on. And I saw the last game at the Polo Grounds, but I always brought my movie camera with me, just as a matter of a habit, a hobby. I had a color a movie camera, and I went to the Polo Grounds by myself and learned it was the last game. Not only of the season, but of the, of the uh, forever. And I sat in the box seats after having paid, I think, five cents for a train ride. And uh, then I walked. I, I got up and I decided, why don't I just climb over the barrier? Uh, I look professional. So they let me on the field and I took pictures of ceremonies, which I didn't think were going to happen. But there they were. And then after the ceremonies, which I filmed, uh, I watched the game, but I watched it from home plate, and they let me stay there. So I met all the players. You were on the field during the, the game? Giants. Yes. You were on the field during the game? No. I was. Sitting in the... the shot, the oh shot when the, uh, you, you take a look at the video again. I know uh, you're right. See oh, how very far, close, how close right. I was. Yeah. yeah. I was about 30, 40 feet away from home plate and from uh, first base. Absolutely. And they knew me by then, so they didn't care. In the meantime, the Daily News, the New York Daily News, New York Post, Daily Mirror, Herald Tribune, all the communist newspapers all came to the game without a movie camera. And I was the only one who had the movie camera. I took the pictures. My mother and father helped me put some titles on with some narration. And I got so excited about it, I put it away for 50 years until the Giants fans found out about it. And they said, convert it to a DVD. I did. The next thing I know, the New York Times puts my picture in the newspaper. Then, uh, not too long later, they took me to Cooperstown, where I saw Jeff Idelson and all the other executives in the screening room. And they saw my video. And when it was over, they had a round of applause. So there it is. My show made the Hall of Fame. And, and I did. It, is spe- it is spectacular. It's... it's uh... Quite amazing. Now, here's my question. I was looking through some uh, some shots of Bobby Thompson the other day, and obviously it's a, it's a very famous photo op to get him pointing out to where the the home run went. Now he yeah. did he did that again uh, for that last game, and you picked up on it. Now is that is, is that the the main photo that we generally see circulated? The main famous photo of him pointing out? 
Do either of you know? In the video? Yeah, yeah, the one that you captured in the video. Yeah. yeah what do you mean the main famous photo? Point well, there, there's a main famous photo of, of him. Obviously, a, you know, people wanted him pointing towards that, that yes, point. But did. there's one yeah. really famous one. Yeah, go ahead, Mo. That's it. That's, and plus everybody uh, else did. Yeah, no, that, that that's spectacular. I mean, you got you got some really uh, excellent color shots as if it's and and you're uh, you know obviously it's not 36 millimeter, but it, it certainly 16. looks like it was 16. Right, exactly, and 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 the color is as vibrant as if it was filmed yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I love the color. I love the color. And, but uh, and just just to re- reorient all of ourselves, I have passed the uh, Orlando Cepeda statue, and I'm now standing outside the dugout store. Oh, you went back over? Uh-huh. That's, that's the dugout store by Cepeda? Yeah, by, right by Cepeda. Because well, the big one is on the other side. The I got one, one Cepeda one story. Okay, please, no. no. One Cepeda story. My friend Nick Testa was in the major leagues for one year and played one game. And he was my very, very close friend. <laughs> so he said, why don't you come out to Philadelphia with me? And I did, and, he, and the, the Phillies played the Giants. And he didn't play. And then going home in New York, uh, I met Orlando Cepeda. So Orlando, Chico Fernandez, Nick and I drove for three hours in the car. And it was the only time I ever saw Orlando again. Uh, and we, do, we were doing that for three hours. The only time, except as a baseball writer some time ago. He says, yeah, I remember that. I don't remember you, but I remember Nick in the game. <laughs> so that's my Orlando Cepeda story. Oh, very cool. Well, listen, we actually have another call. Uh, unfortunately, it's from an unlisted number, so let's see who it is. Gary Hello. Mintz. Okay. Hello, you're here with the Veteran Sullivan Podcast. Mr. Maxwell, Gary Mintz, how are you? <laughs> Gary. <laughs> you might have to let know that I'm – Gary, I've almost uh, made the entire – uh, circulation around the ballpark. I'm coming back up to the Willie Mays statue. You're in the best park in the United States, so I hope you're enjoying yourself. And I got to tell you, I'm in New York, and I know Mo's a big Mo, Mo claims to be a Giant fan. We all know that's well. Nonsense. I'm a reformed Cubs fan. I <laughs> he, we've he, actually talked. We've talked some Cubs actually. He, he's he's a Cubs fan, and if I might say, today in New York, let's play too. It's gorgeous for first time in a month. Yeah. Oh, stay, stay out here. That's program? that's a that's the one thing. That's the one thing missing from this uh, today is the fact that there's no ball. There's no ball being played inside. But they're resodding the the outfield, and obviously it's, it's a beautiful day. And baseball's right around the corner. Mo, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, I I, I wanted to make sure that I was I was still on the program. Yeah. So Gary, uh, uh, everything Sam, right? I gotta I gotta tell you two quick uh, two quick well, Bobby yeah. Thompson well, stories. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Um, people don't realize, Bobby Thompson, you know, 51, okay, we know all about that story. The Giants traded him after the 53 season to the Braves, correct? The Giants I win the World right. Series in 54. Thompson's gone. He's not part of that. The Braves trade him back to the Giants in 57. The Braves win the World Series. He's stuck in New York with a sixth-place team. <laughs> Orlando Cepeda, I get to see him. Oh, I get to see him every spring because he's out here for spring training part of the time. Um Got to be. You tell him that Nick, ago, you tell that Nick Test is a sick guy, but he's holding on. Nick is 86. Nick. Nick Testa. Nick Testa. T E S T A. T like Thomas. He was a, 
Okay. Yes, he was in the major leagues for one game. You'll see it in the baseball encyclopedia. He made one error. He and Orlando collided. Um, Nick was catching, <laughs> and they collided. And they gave Nick Testa an error, and then they pinch hit for him in the ninth. So, and then he what was, was released. That? 1958. Wow. That's well, right. Cepeda has a favorite restaurant in Pelham Parkway called Pasta Pasta. Is that on right? Ridge Road. It's got to be, yep. It's got to be 15 years ago. My principal in school, I was still teaching, comes up to me. He goes, I got a special treat for you. You're going to go meet Orlando Cepeda. Because they all know those giants. What are you talking about? Just get in your car and go up to this restaurant, blah, blah, blah. They're doing a fundraiser. Cepeda's trying to put together a golf tournament. He was competing with Marichal. It never came to pass, but I had lunch with Cepeda with a couple of politicians, a couple of more teachers. He was so cordial. But he goes there all the time because whenever I see him, whether it's in Cooperstown or anything, I scream out, pasta, pasta, and he goes, oh, I was just there last week. <laughs> He's a nice man, a very nice, very nice yeah. man. Oh, that's, yeah. that's spectacular. Yeah. A great well, Gary, player. Gary, since you relate to the program, one thing I was, I was talking about uh, was the city ballpark feel of this place. It, it, you know, it's my first time out here, and it's really, it, it is at the, a corner of the city, and you look down and you see the skyline. And uh, What is your favorite part of this ballpark, Eric? I, uh, you know, I've been there a few times. I like, actually, I love sitting in the upper deck and looking out and seeing the water. You know, originally, Sam, the, the stadium was supposed to face the city. Um, and the uh, you know McCovey's Cove was going to be behind home plate, but they did a they redid a wind test there, and they realized that it might turn out to be like Candlestick Park, and then they mm. quickly changed gears and shifted it to the present day uh, outlook of how the stadium is. And you know, fortunately for them, they made the right decision because uh, you know Candlestick Park was uh, basically an abomination and. Uh, they didn't want that to happen, and, you know, they struck gold with what they did there. Now, Sam, yeah, you have to, you, have, you know, it's the first time there, you know, Steve can tell you, there is so much memorabilia uh, regarding the New York Giants in and around the stadium, um, and they just opened mm-hmm. this, uh, this Gotham club uh, for the New York Gothams before they were the Giants, um, you know, for select people there. I, I think you have to be a season ticket holder and pay X number of dollars and stuff, but they they have dedicated so much of uh, the legacy of the team at AT and T Park, and you know much of that has to go to Peter McGowan, who you know really uh, made sure that the uh, legacy of the team would remain in San Francisco. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic, and of course you've had Peter Sam on the show. Yes, yeah. yeah, you know Gary put it in a nutshell, which is you know very very good. While you're out there, you said you're leaving tonight. Maybe you can get yourself hooked up in one of those tours. Uh, possibly. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't, I don't you know have, what? You don't have the time. I, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, my flight is is going tonight, and we got some other things to do. But uh, oh, you'll Mr. Be back Mr. Mr. McGowan, Mr. McGowan uh, offered to give me the executive tour. Unfortunately, he is out of the country currently. Uh, he's so going to be we'll here to... speaking to my sports group March seventh in the morning. Oh, very cool, very cool. I'll mention, well, I'll mention you again. I'll mention your name again to him. Thank you. Peter McGowan. Say, say, hello, to, say yeah. hello to him for me. What is that? What did you say? Peter McGowan will be in town March 7th. Peter McGowan is, no, no, in my town, which is not the province <laughs> oh. of Manhattan anymore. It's the prize Arizona. Yeah, yeah exactly, Arizona. He's going to be here from the 6th to the 9th, but he's coming over to my oh, sports oh. group on the 7th and going to the game and surprise the Giants. Playing surprise that day. I was at a Giants training camp this week. 
Well, you got a baseball, baseball on the hard. way. Well, listen, Sam, guys, not only on the way, we're, here, right? we're, here. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to uh, get going soon. But but uh, I'd like to go around the table and get one last uh, in, you know one last tidbit, one last information, whatever you guys want to say about the Giants. So I'm gonna start with you, Steve. Well, it's 60 years since they won the last flag in New York. Monty Irvin turns 95 on Monday. I was at uh, spring training on Thursday with my son and my grandkids. They lo- have a different look on their faces this year than they had last year. Last year they looked like they were low. This is going to be another year for them. Good. Go ahead. Well, there you Anybody go. Else? It's the Mouse Patano. Send my regards, will you? If, if Joey Malfitano is there, send him my regards. I only know him since 1957, that's all. So, And by the way, Sam, I know there's must be at least 2,000 people listening into this program. That DVD is still for sale, you know. And uh, so I leave that up. I leave it up to you because. Well, we will certainly get people in touch with uh, how to how to get that DVD. And Gary, uh, last but not least, uh, the founder of the New York Giants Preservation Society. Go ahead. Well, for a plug for our uh, preservation site, anybody interested is listening. Please contact us. We'd love to have you aboard. And you and I have talked many times about currently what current's going on in baseball. Um, you know, we've won two out of the last four years on even years. I think we have a very right. good shot this year. I think uh, Michael Moore is going to be a big surprise for the Giants. I think he's going to have a big year. And I think Tim Hudson's going to have a great year. I, I, I'm very confident this year. I've got to tell you, Sam. Hopefully uh, you'll be there coming you with us when Stacy Slaughter and company bring the trophy back in, two, in 2015 <laughs> to celebrate uh, 2014's victory. I can yeah, always well, dream. I, I, I never thought I'd see it once, so now I could, uh, I could dream. It's happened twice. Well, maybe Why you not win it three times. Maybe Why you can win it three times like the Red Sox just did. And, and uh, you know, obviously I'm, I'm always rooting for my Mets to win that trophy, and I think the Mets are going to be turning a, turning a corner this year, uh, if not a championship. But I, uh, I, I will see you all out here uh, hopefully. Sam, one last June. thing. When the Mets you're are right, out there. You're, yeah, right, go ahead. you're right by the Mays Trophy? I'm uh, right. The Mays I'm, statue, yeah, I'm I mean. You're right. I'm, yeah, I think I'm if you go. Right Steve would know this better than me because he's been there. If you go forward, there is a bar called the Polo Grounds. Yes. A bar and restaurant. Yes. Across the street. On the other side of the street. There should, be, there should be a museum out there by the ballpark. No, I'm talking about currently there is a restaurant. There's a restaurant, Sam, called the Polo Grounds right across yeah. the street. If uh, you know, I, they I might did, have some nice stuff in there that, for you. I did notice that the the uh, first day I was here, and unfortunately, I haven't gotten a chance to go see it. But I should grab grab a drink and a bite right before I leave today. Well, listen, guys, uh, thank you all for joining me. Thank and, you yeah, very yeah, much I mean, for having me on again. Oh, of course. Yeah, and be, Sam, be you owe me a call. Me. Yeah, Sam, have a great trip call. back. All right. Thanks, guys. Be safe, that's guys. Our, be safe. That's our show, everybody. Okay. Have a good one. Take care. Okay. okay bye bye. See you later. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.